0: what happened to the apostles? We saw them on Good Friday. We read about them on Good Friday. They, in the light of Jesus' arrest and his uh, detention, we saw the apostles running away, frightened. We saw some, like Peter, denying they even knew him. We saw them confused. We saw them hurt. We saw them frustrated and abandoning Jesus, and they locked themselves in the upper room. That's where they were on that first Easter morning, when Mary Magdalene, along with some other women, went to the tomb and found it to be empty, and Mary saw a vision of an angel who said, he is not here, he has been raised, go tell my brothers. So Mary Magdalene went, and she had to bang on the door, I'm sure, and convince them to open the door so that she could proclaim the good news to them. But even then, they were still fearful, as we hear in today's gospel. They were behind locked doors out of fear. Soon we will hear them, you hear the story of how they burst through that door. They went out into the streets and courageously, fearlessly preached the word of God. They didn't care if what happened to Jesus would happen to them. They just needed to tell the good news, to preach the good news. What happened to them? You know the answer the answer is the holy spirit happened to them jesus appeared to them he breathed on them and imparted to them the gift of the father the oil of gladness the holy spirit jesus said that he would give them that when he was raised up he said i will go to my father and we will send you the holy spirit who will remind you of everything that i said who will teach you what to do and how to act and who will give you courage to proclaim the good news the gospel of the lord that's what happened so that's what received they had received the holy spirit and they went out courageously and preached the good news well many of you will receive that same holy spirit it's not a symbol it's not anything less than what the apostles received when what we receive at baptism and perfectly at confirmation is the same holy spirit the same degree That the Apostles received back 2,000 years ago in that upper room. So what happened to us? A lot of times, most of the time, we don't burst out those doors and go tell people the good news. Not many of us are out there proclaiming boldly and fearlessly and courageously the gospel of Jesus Christ. I think the answer is you probably know as well as I do because we're somewhat fearful, we're a little embarrassed, maybe a little afraid, Maybe we have a lot of questions about our faith, or we're like Thomas and we have a lot of doubts about the faith. Many, many people say, well, I, don't, I just don't feel like I know enough about the faith. I can't teach others, I'm still learning myself. But you and I have received the Holy Spirit. You and I have received nothing less than the gift of God. We have everything we need to boldly proclaim the good news. How do we do that? I don't think we have to get caught up in thinking, well, I I have to know the doctrine and the dogma perfectly. I need to know the catechism and the Bible and everything. That's good if you do, and I encourage you to read and learn about every aspect of our faith. But as we hear in the second reading today, who is the champion? Who is the victor of the world? It's she or he who knows the Lord. If you believe in the Lord, you are the victor. You have won over sin over the whole world. So you have all you need to know if you know the Lord. So before we pray, God, give me the strength to go out and preach and teach the good news. Perhaps we should just pray, Lord, help me to know you, to know you completely as you know me, so that I may teach others your ways. How do we do that? How do we know the Lord? I think we we, we do exactly what we're doing now. We celebrate our faith. We go to Mass. We celebrate the sacraments. We pray. We ask the Lord to come into our hearts to show us his mercy, his love, his presence. And then, like the saints, we delight in that, simply delight in the fact that God loves us, he forgives us, and he gives us the promise of heaven. And then, once we have delighted in that, once that finds a home in us, we will not be able to keep it down we will have to proclaim the good news and tell others how good God is. That's what it means to evangelize. That's the first step in evangelization. Not to go and stand on a corner, though that's fine if you want to, and teach people the Bible, but to to proclaim how good God is, what you know of God, how you know the Lord, and to tell people, I want you to have that same joy. We have a great example in the woman at the well, the story of the woman at the well in the Gospel of John. You probably know it well Jesus approaches this woman and he asks her for a drink and she says but you don't even have a bucket why are you even talking to me you're a Jew I'm a Samaritan you shouldn't even be talking. and I'm a woman why are you talking to me but Jesus said if you knew who I was if you knew who was speaking to you you would have asked him for a drink and he would have given you life-giving water well then he draws it out of her more and more so that she says sir give me that water I want that water And he talks to her a little bit more, and next thing you know, she drops her bucket, runs into town, and what does she say? She preaches, she says, come, meet a man who knows everything about me. That's all she preached. She didn't say, let me tell you about this guy and all the things he just said to me and that that he's gonna die and offer his life. Come, meet someone who knows everything about me and who loves me completely. That should be our message as well. So you who are to receive the Holy Spirit, I hope above all you receive that assurance that God loves you, he forgives you, and he strengthens you and sends you out into the world. Not to preach theology and philosophy in the world. If you can, great, but mostly to tell your neighbors, your family members, your co-workers, your fellow students, what God has done for you and so that they can also know the Lord and make him known, loved, and served in the world. We can't do this alone, so God gives us the Holy Spirit. God wants us to do this and helps us to do this, helps us to evangelize. So may God bless you today and every day, especially today as you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, not for your own selves, not so that you can belong to this club that is the church, but so that God can send you and all of us out into the world to say, just like that woman in the well, woman at the well, come meet someone who knows everything about me and loves me completely.